Hello everyone. Welcome to Welcome. episode two, three. Three, episode, episode three, three of Sandwiches. We never thought we'd get this far. We didn't. And it's been a beautiful ride. We're really enjoying it. We <laughs> hope you are too. Um, so this week we are, are dedicating our sandwich to Viola Davis. Yes. Also known as V by her husband, which v. I think is beautiful. Yeah, I like V. Me I too. Like it, it sounds like a cool name. Um, so you might know her from her big roles in The Help. Um, how to get away with murder and doubt. Yeah, she was in doubt. She was, and she's she has not done Mrs. A, not Mrs. Doubtfire. She's done a lot of plays. She's an amazing um, actress, and she loves plays. I think those are her first oh. love. Um, so yeah, she is just fabulous. You probably she probably came into your mind. Like I know for me, I became aware of her after watching The Help. Yeah, and then I sort of started to follow her a little bit more, and um, she's really an interesting lady. Like. She's so passionate about acting and, like, about the skill that it involves. So she doesn't just see it as, like, oh, you know, I just get out there and pretend to be someone. Like, she puts a lot of time and effort and thought into everything. Okay. We should introduce a sandwich. Welcome to Sandwiches, everyone. <laughs> this week okay. we're doing Viola Davis. And yeah. what kind of sandwich are we making? Okay, so uh, Mel's done a bit of research, as always. Um, so the ingredients that we've got this week, we've got uh, normal white bread... Yes. Um, and then we've got also fruit bread. We've got a sharp cheddar, a Mercy Valley. We've got some bacon. We've got a tomato, avocado, carrot. Some really beautiful lettuce. That is that really... That colouring is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And uh, some tuna. Fancy tuna. Fancy We're tuna. We're not plebs over here. Not the cheap Coles one. Okay. So do you want to go into why we've chosen this, Mel? Yeah. So sure. this is a two-part yeah. sandwich combined into one. Yes. You might have gotten the Teamwork. Gist that we do um, strange combinations. We're not here to make a ham and cheese sandwich for you guys. Yeah. You know how to do that. Yeah. So this week we are making like a BLT mm-hmm. with a twist. Yes. BLTT, if you will. Yeah, BLTT. I prefer, but we've got family listening. So we're going to call it a BLTT. <laughs> you call it what you like. <laughs> so we have the fruit toast because I heard an interview with her and she was talking about how she was eating a bagel that was a, like a raisin cinnamon bagel with tuna fish. So she was eating, and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. I like that. Which we have touched on sweet and savory before as exactly. well. Exactly. Yep. If you were listening to last week's episode. Which you should have been. And if you're not, please pause this and go back. Yeah, and then listen to this one. And then come back. Don't, yeah, keep coming. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> In both regards. Um, <laughs> whatever. If, can you imagine if we were people's material to, like, strum one out? Oh, my God. That's my dream. <laughs> to be someone's masturbation no, material. But, but not in person. Like, because no. they're just listening to our banter. People think we're so witty that they're going to masturbate to us. Is that why people masturbate? Should we cut this out? <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with it yeah. later. So what we're going to do is have the white bread on the outside. Yep. So we're thinking like a club sandwich. Yeah. So to incorporate her sweet bread, we can't get raisin cinnamon bagels in Australia, which I was super upset about because that sounds amazing, if I'm honest. So we're going to do like a club sandwich, which is uh, commonly in a BLT, uh, but the TT, so the tomato and the tuna, we're going to go white bread, stuff, raisin Raisin bread, stuff, white White bread. bread. So that's our idea of the club sandwich this week. 
So Mel's going to tackle that. I'm going to fire up the uh, the old stove. Oh god, it's it's not working, Tony. It's not. Did you take the good knife again? No, I didn't. They're both good. <laughs> not both good. Do you want to try this one? That might potentially be more good. Um. So Viola Davis was born in South Carolina, and I was kind of hoping to do a sandwich like a South Carolina, like a Southern states kind of sandwich because everything's fried well not everything i'm sorry i don't mean to be offensive and stereotypical but you eat a lot of fried food down there and i'm partial to fried food occasionally south carolina so she was born in this south carolina life really isn't good um and then she moved to rhode island which is where is that i need to search that i think it's really interesting though like bit of a tangent but people in america like i just think that they've got so much more to actually remember what is there like 58 states 54 states isn't it just 50 states is it 50? Well, I sound really fucking stupid now, don't I? I don't actually know. If anybody knows, which you definitely will, write to oh, us. Okie dokie, so it's near Boston. Oh, it's above New York. Um, oh, we forgot to say the carrot is for on the side for a crunchy snack. Yes. Oh, but we did actually just decide that we're going to toast the white the bread on the outside but keep a nice um, springy middle. Okay, I'm just going to put this away. I think I've done the best that I can. Look, that's all I can ask of you. Tell me what done. Yeah. It's not hugely positive, but it's accurate. Yeah. Right, are you chucking the bacon on? Toast I'll this. toast this. I think you've got to turn the toaster on at the power point. Um, is it this bad boy? Yeah, it is. So, yeah, so she moved to Rhode Island, and then she, I think she studied acting, so she did, she definitely went to Juilliard. Yeah, she went to Juilliard, yeah, I saw um, that. Which is incredible, and I think that's where she developed her, her love of the craft. Do you think I have to wash this? A little bit, there's probably sand in there, and I've made that mistake before. Well, no sand, which is here. <laughs> Please keep listening. You know what I really loved about her? Um, I think which really also put her on the map. Did you hear her Emmy speech? Yes. So, like, the line I really took away from it, it was all about, um... Like, the only thing... That separates women of colour from, from everyone else yeah, is, is opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. And I think that is the most eloquently put thing. And, like, she also, after that, she says, you know, you cannot win an Emmy for roles that are simply not there. And she's highlighted for me things that I have probably not noticed before, which is, the, you know... That as a black woman, it's hard to find representation in popular culture, really, in general. Um, and I wasn't really aware of it until I sort of... I mean, you know you're aware of it without knowing much about it. I think, like, um, something I saw the other day, which, like, I think probably mainly came up after President Trump was elected, is that, like, if you don't have to think about it, it is a privilege. Yeah. And that's something that I think is really interesting, especially, like, since we've been doing this research on all these different women, mm. that, like, if it isn't intersectional, it isn't feminism. No. Like, if you're not including people of all walks of life and all genders and, you know, all um, cultural backgrounds and all of that, you know. Yeah, the bacon is frying. I'm cutting the tomato. Mel's cut the cheese. So the toast has been toasted. The And it smells so good. It the does. The fruit bread is... Um, well, you know, it's um, it's not great, but it's not awful. No, I'll take this holy one. So yeah, so she gave that amazing speech, and for me as well, I've always believed. Well, I actually, that's a lie. I haven't always believed in feminist things. I didn't. I suppose I wasn't really aware of it until I started to look into it for myself, and that was really only in the last three years, I would say. Yes. 
it was really great to have my eyes opened up to that like that. And she said something that this is something I can really relate to. So whilst I can appreciate what she said in her speech, I don't, I will never know what that's like. But she said something else in an interview that I really loved. What did she say? She said, um, you are, oh, it was advice she would give to her daughter, like beauty advice, I think. Yeah, so she said, it's not, um, you are not what you look like. And I think women of any race, I think this is a universal thing. And men experience it as well, but I, we're talking about women predominantly. Yeah. And I feel a lot of pressure. And... A lot of it's internal, but a lot of it, the internal thing has come from something external. Like, yeah. I didn't always feel like this. You're not born wondering, I wasn't, you know, like... born worrying if I looked good enough or pretty enough yeah. or prim and proper enough or thin enough or any of the descriptive words that you've been led to believe you should be. Alright, so we're, sorry, we're going to just pause because we're getting these together. Yeah, so Tony, how have you layered your sandwich? Oh, okay, so I've gone avocado, yep. cheese... Bacon, tomato, tuna, lettuce. Yeah. And then I'm about to do my fruit toast layer. Okay. I've layered it a bit differently. Okay. I've gone avocado, cheese, tuna. Yeah. Fruit bread. So I've almost done it separately. I've done like a tuna thing in the bottom half of the sandwich and the BLT in the top half. See, I was going to go like a double-double. I see. Well, I'm excited because now I get to see... Like club sandwiches, isn't that what... Anyway. I've never had a club sandwich. You're an idiot. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, doesn't it just sound so like posh? I guess I'll just have the club sandwich down at the at the country club. club. Yeah, cricket club. Cricket that makes club. me sound like that's not posh, Tony. Um, yeah, a Perth girl. Which oh my god, I've dropped so much cheer on the floor. Tony, what? I I I'm know. Take a photo like, of that. actually, so much cheer on the floor. These are really. I wonder how the raisin bread layer is gonna go. I am intrigued by that. Here's your toast. So this was an easier one than last week. Yeah, I didn't set anything on fire this week or burn any trees. Oh. It also looks like it's going to be easier to eat, but a bit big. I really like the idea of this sandwich. Like, this is something that I think that most people could eat generally anyway. Yeah. Like, it's like was quite cheap to make. Yeah. Um, and I think that Viola, or V... I think she would really like this. You know, I think she would like it because I don't think... I think she's a very... She's a, sounded like... And now I don't know Viola personally, and I'm very sorry if you ever hear this and it's 100% wrong. She won't hear it. I think she's a very practical lady. Yes. Like, that's the, that's the sense I got from her. She didn't seem really, at all. She's so no-nonsense uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. She's... Ooh, ooh, that looks good. Bill Titty. All right, let's do it. Mm. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the sweetness of the raisins comes through. Best titty I've ever had. Better yeah. than my titties. <laughs> Three layers. I love this. I'm really enjoying this. Great call on the toast on the outside. Yeah. I think that gives it structural integrity. Mm, it would have flopped all over the joint. Oh, God, that is such a good sandwich. And a bit of carrot. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've sneezed. There's tuna everywhere. Yeah, I love this. Mm. I think she would like it too. Mm-hmm. Um, in How to Get Away with Murder as well, there's a lot of scenes where she's shown like taking her wig off. Yeah, just you know that she actually did that, like that came out of her idea, I think. Yeah, right. So I don't think they'd written it into the script. But she is really involved with characters, so she really likes to be a part of how the character develops. Yeah, right. 
So I really like that because it kind of shows like the stripping back of not only her character, but it's like it strips back to her as well. Like, mm-hmm. And you can see that she's raw and she's emotional and yeah, it's incredible. This is also the second episode that we've discussed how important hair is because we mm. talked about it for our previous one for Millie because mm. she shaved her head. Hair is really important. Definitely. We don't have her to describe herself as. as um, I think she considers herself like a bigger shaped woman. I never would have said that. No. But is that Hollywood? Like, is that... Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day where the plus can just be dropped. I wish I was one of those... Do you ever wish you were like a delicate sleeper? Like, oh my god, look at her, she's so beautiful. Oh my god, I wake up with drool all over myself every day. <laughs> I sleep with my mouth wide open. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> if I didn't know you, I'd be like, what a delicate woman. I wonder if any man has ever wondered what he looks like while he's asleep on a plane. Maybe a really neurotic one. Because I think that's... I don't... Is this a female thing or is this a neurotic thing? That's why I don't know. Like, do we... Is it that we should look proper at all times, including when asleep? <laughs> when we can't even physically control it. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. If anyone has any ideas, well, fine. I'd love to hear what people's worst, like, embarrassing thing is. That, like, shouldn't be embarrassing? Yeah. Like... Something you're embarrassed about that you shouldn't be embarrassed about. I don't know. I'm perfect in every way, so I've never had anything like that. It's really hard like to relate to. Yeah. But I'm sure it's really horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Back I wonder, on. Yeah, I wonder... That's really interesting. Like, because obviously we see... Well, celebrities are shown to us in this way that they are just... <clears throat> like, infallible, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that they just, like, are always made up and they're always... You know, got their hair done or always wearing like a designer outfit or whatever. Even in movies when they're sleeping and their hair looks like that. I'm like, nobody looks like that. Um, And I think that like slowly now the stigma is being broken with like new actresses on the scene that are breaking that and being like, you know, I don't have to look perfect because I'm not here for you. Yeah. Like I'm here for me. And I think that that is really, really interesting and I love that idea. But I think still like... I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I do put some on. Yeah. And, like, I have to take breaks from it because sometimes I do lose track of the sight of, is this for me because I want to or is this because I feel like you have I'll to be self-conscious or yeah. I'll be young? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Like, I don't wear a lot of makeup myself, but no. makeup for me is a bit more of a hobby. Yeah. Like, I love buying it. I love spending money on it. And I like doing it for myself or for a big day or whatever. And, like, wowing myself. I'm like, I feel great today. Like, Mm. and for me, not for everybody, but for me, I know that that's something that, like, really keeps me feeling good about myself. Because I'm like, you know what's really going to perk me up? If I do my makeup today. Mm. That's true. You know, things like that. So, I know it's different for everybody, but I know that for me that works. Mm. But that's a really good method. Like, if you know something works yeah. for you, just stick with it. But it's the same as people feel with exercising. Like, I know that if I exercise, I'm going to feel great, so I'm going to do it. I really love, um, she's quite open as well about, not her, str- I wouldn't call them struggles, but she gets into dark places. Mm. Like she said, especially for roles, she disappears quite a lot in them. And she invests a lot. And, um, she was saying, like, she hates playing the roles as she's playing them, but then she loves them. She loves it, but she hates it when she's in it. Yeah, right. And um, to go to that kind of a place, I mean, I think, I, I don't know, I find actors really interesting, and not for what they wear, not even, I love to listen to their opinions on, you know, why they took the role they took, what they wanted that, you know, when they get to, 
that level of success and they have a bit more freedom of choice and like why they make the choices they make. I just find actors very interesting. I found her very interesting. She's been on um one of the round tables I'm sure she was on and she was just very no nonsense. I think I like, I just like the note. I, we said this last week. Yeah. One of my favorite mm. things about women is when they're not likable mm. because it's real. I think it's real. Mm. And I, I think, you know what? The thing I like most about Viola is she is real. I never feel like I'm getting an answer that she thinks people want to hear. I, in all the interviews I watched, it just, and she sometimes said something, and they were blunt, and sometimes she laughed, and I, what I love is she laughed so hard at something she laughed, and sometimes they were a bit, like, awkward with the show host, and she was like, that's what I think, and that's what I say, and like... And I think it's really, really great that she's someone that presents herself in a real... A really authentic way. Yeah. She's, and um... That's it, authentic, like, I think that just hits an owl on the head with her. And she also seems really in love with her husband they've renewed their vows for the third time i think recently oh if not recently i'm very sorry but um it's really interesting i think he met her on a set somewhere and she just moved to la and she i think she hated la when she first moved there she was like i was just complaining about la all over the, like every day all day um and so she was quite like i can imagine him like her not giving him the time of day but he got her no she got his number and he was like, oh, let me show you. I'll take you down to, like, the beach and I'll show you around. And she didn't call him because at that point in time, she didn't feel like she was in a good mental space. Yeah, right. Or, like, place in her life. <clears throat> and she was like, I don't want to be one of those women who, you Relies know, takes that on. baggage yeah. with them. So she wanted to sort of get her stuff together. I love that. I respect that so much because I think it's so important for everyone to be able to find their own place without relying too heavily on someone else. When you feel shitty and alone, of course you just want someone, someone that's going to help you feel better or you want the keep you company, you know, like, so I, it's so hard and I haven't been in that situation, but I know people that have and I, it's, it's easy to say like, oh, well, you need to look after yourself, but I, I do, yeah. I can appreciate that, like, but, but that yeah. is so brave for her to say, like, that she wasn't, she just wasn't ready, and and like how beautiful that that man, like her her now husband, that he waited for her, or that he didn't just go, you know what, that's too much fucking work. Yeah, like, cause how easy is it, and how much do we hear about that now? That that's kind of what that's where people end up, you know, like it's not people, it's all work. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you're dating or how cool they seem. Everybody's yeah. gonna take some work. I'm super cool, but I'm a pain in the ass. But Viola Davis is cool and beautiful and not a pain in the ass. No. I, no, you know the right think, amount of pain in the ass. I think she's not... That's the thing. I am a pain in the ass and I'm getting less and less afraid to be a pain in the ass. I am getting more comfortable with taking up space in this world. I'm getting more comfortable I with... Love disagreeing with people. And I try to be as respectful as I can. I don't want conflict for conflict's sake. I don't want to argue for the sake of it. But it is okay if I believe something different to you as long as I'm willing to listen to you. And I'm getting more and more comfortable with that. Whereas I think a lot of women feel the need to be pleasers, to yeah. be easily accepted, to yeah. be accommodating. And I think my goal in life is to be totally comfortable with not being those things. Just reminds me of an episode of The Office, the US version, when Pam like breaks up with Roy and she's not going out with Jim and she goes to the bar and she orders drinks and they give them back to her and she looks at them and she starts, like, she looks really upset and she starts to walk away and then she turns around and she's like, one of these was supposed to be a light. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's what I admire most about Viola. I think she is also seems like a lady who's not afraid to take up space. Yeah. And she's a butt kicker as well. Yeah, she is. And she goes out and takes it. And you know what? She has worked her ass off. She has just kept doing this. That, to keep going. Like, sometimes when things don't go my way in one day, I'm like, nope, not for me. I'm changing my life. I'm moving to Korea and teaching English. And then, you know, obviously I calm down and I'm like, okay, I can keep going. I think she's got great perseverance. To the point where she's, like, made it. Like, I know she was she was in a lot of plays. She's, she's yeah. been a very successful actress her whole life. But she's made it only just in the last five, ten years. And I think that there's a big stigma attached to being, like, a screen actor versus being... Sorry, being a stage actor versus being a screen actor. Yeah. Like, if anybody can watch you in their homes, you've made it. Like, that's yeah. it. Doesn't matter how successful you are on the stage or, like, as a musical theatre actor or a playwright or anything. Like, as if people can watch it in their homes on Netflix, which you can watch How to Get Away with Murder on Netflix... It's do it. Definitely watch it. That's the dream that you're on the TV. That's like, true. Rather because than... you're regularly coming yeah. back. People are welcoming you back into their homes yeah. week after week. Because with a movie, you might go pay on a whim, you know what I mean? Or a chance. Or someone's like, let's go watch this. And you're like, oh, I've got no other better suggestions. Or there's nothing better on. So you yeah. gotta watch it. Whereas with a TV series, you invest in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're quite right, actually. Yeah. I haven't looked at... It's funny because people, I think I, Tina Fey once said, like, TV is like for all the rat face people of Hollywood. Like she said something weird about like TV not being where the beautiful people are, but more and more TV is the place to be. Well, I think definitely with streaming services like Netflix and um, you know all of those kinds of things. And this is where the roles just... are coming, like the meaty roles that these great actors want to take on. Yeah, no, and because I think with a TV series as well, there's like limitless places where a character can go yeah like a film goes for an hour and a half a tv series could go for fucking years yeah well some have yeah some um, shouldn't have yeah <laughs> so i was gonna say <laughs> not this one not how to get away with murder <laughs> i thought you were gonna say sandwiches it's like it's not the episode yeah it's fine yeah we haven't been going for years but we will but you're welcome oh uh, god look i think that was a great sandwich Top sandwich, top lady. I think that Viola would love her. V? I want to call her V, but I feel like I need to call her, like, Mrs. Mrs. Davis. Davis. Yes. <laughs> so, Mrs. Davis, Davis, if you listen, we love you. We and, admire you, uh, and we respect you, and thank you so much for bringing what you do to the world. Thank you for listening. Stay strong. Stay feminista fresh.